2: Uh, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. We uh, made it to Friday, and we're talking uh, once again about the Native American mascot controversy. And uh, my advice for the people of the Iroquois District and the Iroquois Chiefs reach out to the Senecas. You should have done it yesterday. Schedule a meeting and figure out where to go because fighting New York State on this is going to get you absolutely nowhere. Okay? It isn't going to do a thing. So you have to accept it, and you're going to have to figure out a way to make the best of it, because it is a mandate from the state education department. It is not going to change. You're wasting your time if you think it is. Uh, the voters of New York, vo- uh, they spoke in November, and if you're somebody who is opposed to this kind of thing, who didn't vote, you kind of forfeited your right to have an opinion. Sorry. Sorry. 803 0930 star 930 1 616 WBEN. Let's go to uh, Glenn in Lockport. Glenn. Oh, by the way, there's a bunch of, uh, do I dare say, Black Hawk <clears throat> helicopters flying around. Anybody got a picture of the Black Hawks? Uh, you can send them to me, Tom at WBEN.com. All right, here's uh, Glenn in Lockport. Glenn, you're on. Hello.
3: Hello, sir. Yes, uh, my wife would have called in. She's uh, pretty sick. She can hardly talk, so I'm calling in for her. Um, she is a card-carrying Seneca, and she has been a part of the Iroquois Indian Band, which marches all over New York State, State Fair, Erie County Fair. They play at both fairs, marching the parades all over New York as well as out west, and they've also played many places out west. Um, very, They're very proud to carry the Iroquois banner iroquois indian band banner it's a fifth generation marching band and um she is very upset that this would even be an issue uh the president of the of the tribe they're talking to is one person it's his opinion it's not the opinion of all the people
2: but he's he's elected
3: right by members of the nation (laughs) well yeah there's much to be said about that too Politics is politics, you know what I'm saying?
2: Right, well, I mean, Joe Biden doesn't speak for me, but I mean, you got to have somebody at the top of the food chain.
3: Well, he's giving you his opinion, but that's not the majorities for sure, especially the ones that really really care about unity. Um, there's people that want to fight everything, and that's the problem. So um, their, Iroquois was named that as a sign of unity to bring everybody together, and that's what it did for... Two hundred years, but
2: the, the the actual name here. But here's here's where I'm, I'm getting a problem with this because everything I've looked up says that Iroquois is actually a term of derogation toward these toward people like your wife. It's it's not a compliment. It's a term of derogation.
3: Well, the French named that because of the tribe t- came together to form their their talking points when they they made their peace treaties. They called them the Iroquois nations that came together. And the French called that gathering Iroquois nations 200 years ago plus when they started gathering. And then there were the um, Iroquois, they called the Iroquois Tuscarora, which is a separate, they were a separate nation, obviously. And they came in and they wanted to be a part of it, so they were allowed to be as well. Then there were those that said, no, we don't want them to be. And no matter what you do, there's always political problems. So... I mean, yeah, there's opinions about it, but let's check out the, you know, it's for 200 years at work, and now it doesn't work for some reason.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's, there's two issues here. There's Iroquois, and then there's also Chiefs and any other Native American mascot. Um, your wife, you say so, card-carrying uh, Seneca. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, she's upset. all that, and her parents are too. Um, they're passed away now, but they were upset with all the people that were trying to get rid of it because they were glad to see – you know their tribe, their nation being honored in such a way, but some people look at it as a dishonor because some people are just
2: not logical. But the people you know see have no problem with this, correct? All right, well, I hope your wife uh, feels better,
3: Glenn. Yes, yeah, thank you very much. What does she
2: have? RSV, the flu?
3: Oh, it's just, it's just part of the season. I gave it to her a couple of weeks ago, and she's got it now, so oh, we'll boy. get over
2: it. Well all right well hope hope she can find whatever medicine uh, they need. Thank you very much. Let's go to John on a cell phone. John, you are on WBEN. Welcome. Hey Tom, this is John Kane. I don't know if you uh, remember me. I I do. Uh, you are a Native American activist. Oh, and you love the way I say neuter. <laughs> uh what, what's your what's uh, well, your take I, on I do... what's what's your take on all this, John? Well,
4: Actually, I'm uh, I'm one of the probably more singular people um, responsible for this statewide ban. I was fighting my old high school on the other side of the state in uh, Cambridge, New York. And that fight led to um, their board voting to retire their, their mascot. And then after they ran a couple of per- people onto their board to rescind that retirement resolution, they did so with no explanation. They just did it, and then several families that I was working with out in Cambridge, New York, petitioned the um, uh, the Department of Education, uh, uh, the Commissioner, uh, Dr. Betty Rosa, to suggest that this decision to rescind the retirement was arbitrary and capricious. And she basically agreed with them, and she ordered Cambridge to uh, to return to their retirement. Uh, uh, resolution and then Cambridge went and uh, sued her, and then they lost in court. Um, but as soon as NASET got involved, I began pressing Dr. Rosa uh, and both directly and in the the media out there. Wrote a couple letters to the editor and that kind of stuff in the in the Albany papers and said, "Look, if you can ban one school, you can ban them all. I mean, if you can make one school uh, do this, and here's the thing, Tom, and this is what people just don't want to recognize." 20 years ago, the Commissioner of Education, uh, Richard Mills, told schools then, make your preparations to get rid of these, these Native mascots. Uh, everything that is, that is being said by anybody who knows anything, not like your last caller, um, knows that, that Native people do not consider, consider an honor. Every nation within the Haudenosaunee and almost every nation across the country, including every Native organization from the National Congress of the American Indian to the Native American Journalists Association, Association has all condemned this and we went through this a little bit with Lancaster as you recall I was involved in the Lancaster uh, battle as well and and it's clear I mean frankly every child development uh, organization and expert from uh, the New York State Association of School Psychologists to the American Psychological Association has condemned the practice and actually endorsed um, the state doing a ban so I, I pushed all this stuff with my old high school I again Press this uh, this issue with, uh, uh, with the commissioner of education today. But Commissioner Mills did this 20 years ago. Rosa and and her current administration have really just said, okay, time's up. When Mills said it, he said, look, you need to make make your plans, do it, remove these things in a time that's practical. He said the same thing that, that we're saying now that you that it's not respected. Native people do not consider it an honor to have white people running around playing Indian. It's I mean, look, we know blackface is not acceptable, right? Well, how come red faces? How come white people running around with Indian headdresses on or claiming? And it's not like any other mascot, because I don't know anybody else that runs around and calls themselves a panther and, and then says it for the rest of their freaking lives. These people who, who steal this identity for their school mascot, they literally get so obsessed with this thing that they say, well, I'm an Indian, I'm a chief, I'm a redskin. And they go on and they keep, and they, and they just keep perpetuating this ridiculous notion that even as a grown adult, they need to maintain that some, that high school identity. Somehow.
2: So, jo- John Kane, let me let me ask you this though: um, You've been so active with the schools. Are, are you going to take the fight to the NFL with the Kansas City Chiefs? We've been taking it to the
4: NFL. Why do you think the
2: Washington Football Team changed its name? Well, the Chiefs still yes, are the Chiefs.
4: Well, we, we take it as we take it as we can get it. And so yes, we're still pressing both the. Uh, the, the Kansas City football team, the, Atlantic, uh, the, the Atlanta baseball team, and the Chicago hockey team. Because, look, it, for those people who say, like, well, what's so derogatory about being called a Brave or a Chief? That's not the point. The point is that you're using us, a living, breathing people, who have had to survive all of this ridiculousness for, for, for hundreds of years. You're using us as mascots. And the crazy part is that even as you were kind of going through some, some of the bad history, I've got to remind people. When these teams, pro teams, even the college teams and the, and the high school teams, when they appropriated these names and these images, our kids were being ripped from their families, sent to these government-run or government-paid-for and, and church-run boarding schools to have the, the quote, Indian, the Indian beaten out of them. Kill the Indian, save the man. So all the people say that they're trying to honor us, you weren't honoring us. It was never about us. You, didn't, you couldn't care less. That, the, that native children were being ripped from their homes to have their identity ripped from them. In fact, you let your little white kids run around, beat their, their oatmeal cans and put their, smear their mom's makeup on their face and play Indian as a part of the school.
2: Now, John, how about the uh, American military? Today over western New York, there's a whole bunch of helicopters flying overhead and they're called Black Hawk helicopters. There's also the Apache. How about that? Is that offensive? Well, I mean, I, I don't appreciate it being used for, uh, for the, name, uh, the names of their weaponry. But, but, again,
4: when we get into this idea of names being used for, like, place names, or I- even the school, Iroquois School being called that, I'm not crazy about it. But it's one thing to say that a place name or some of these names have been, have been utilized. But it's another thing that the individuals who go to these schools and the individuals who, who participate in this stuff run around uh, trying to claim that identity for the rest of their lives. This isn't about, I mean, this is about our identity being used for the amusement and entertainment of others.
2: Um, we had a caller uh, from Lockport whose wife, he said, was a full-blooded Seneca card-carrying member of the Iroquois marching band. And, and she is not offended at all by the word chief being used and is not in agreement with this ban. How many Native Americans, in your opinion, share that belief?
4: Well, first off, your your previous caller had so many factual mistakes in everything that he said, uh, it's a a little bit hard to give him too much uh, credibility. But, look, there are Native people, and I'm going to explain why. There are Native people who... Are, who don't feel as strongly about this misappropriation of our names and our images and our culture for, for uh, white people to amuse themselves with. Some aren't as, are as offended. And, but here's the reason why. We went through almost 200 years of our kids be, having the, the quote-unquote Indian beaten out of them. So when the dominant culture picks up a few of these names and, 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 and images— And it's accepted by the dominant culture that for for many generations, for several generations, it was the only place that a native person could find something in the dominant culture that they could identify with. But
2: as time goes on, we get to realize, no, this, this isn't about us. This is all about them. All right, hold on. Uh, John Kane. John I got to – John, hold on, please. I got to go to traffic. Uh, John Kane, Native American activist, one of the people behind uh, this ban on schools using Native American mascots. John, one of the questions that a lot of people have also is where does this um, – where does this end? Do you consider, for example, Tonawanda, Cheektawaga – chippewa street do you consider those appropriations of your culture that need to be changed
4: uh, look and i addressed this a little bit before the place names isn't a big issue uh isn't as big an issue to most native people unless they're the really derogatory uh terms like using the word squaw like they they changed the name of squaw island if you recall right, right now, unity which, because that's that was clearly a, a derogatory expression. So, no, play teams isn't the same thing. So, when anytime somebody says, where does it stop, they're just deflecting. They won't address the issue that's in front of them. And the issue in front of them is that this has been an ongoing movement for decades. We've been, we've been fighting this for 50 years in some places, like, like with the Washington football team. And 20 years ago the commissioner of education told schools to change these things and do it in a time that was practical. My biggest, com- my biggest complaint with, the, with the, the Department of Education is that the, the 20 years of silence because they, they didn't keep beating the drum, so to speak, um, no pun intended, um, on, on this issue. They, you know, M- Mills made this, uh, uh, issued a memo in 2001, and then there's been just like silence until this fight in Cambridge, New York, on the other side of the state, Brought this up to the uh, up, up to the, the current commissioner, and I wasn't gonna. I flat out. I told told her, and I and I said this to, to the news media out there in, in the Albany area. There's no way that she can do this just to Cambridge and not not take on the rest of the schools. And there's like 60 to 100 schools in the state of New York that still have. These native mascots do in the state that still call themselves redskins, which is, you know, clearly a, uh, a, a racial slur. Uh,
2: John Kane, uh, one one more question uh, for you, and that is, what do you think the chances are of the Senecas giving dispensation to the Iroquois chiefs?
4: Um, honestly, I, I know this was kind of your idea. I think it's an absurd proposition. There's no reason the Senecas should pay for it, uh, or even help them. They were told 20 years ago by the state of New York. And 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 here's the other thing. This isn't Kathy Hochul, and this isn't the legislature. This is the Department of Education, through multiple um, uh, administrations, that has maintained this policy against it. And, and and in fact, there's a couple of laws in the book that didn't exist when when Mills was the uh, the commissioner, like the Dignity for All Students Act and some of this diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. But no, I think it's absurd to, to suggest that, that somehow the Senecas or or whoever the the local Native uh, organization is to to any of these schools, so sh- should somehow pay them. They didn't. They John, didn't
2: John, them. life life is about public relations. The Senecas are a business above anything else, don't you think? And public yeah, relations and is really important for a business.
4: Governor, a business that had the current governor extort half a billion dollars out of them. So I think the idea that that the, somehow the Senecas should pay for. Uh, for any of the schools in the area to change their mascots when they were told 20 years ago to do it is, is absurd. There's all right, maybe- John,
2: I got I got to I got to move on to some other people. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that you uh, I'm glad that you called. Um, yeah, I I maintain that public relations is very very important. I don't think it's an absurd idea at all. But uh, anyway, that was John Cain, Native American activist. 803 if you'd like to respond, 803 0930 930 1 800 616
0: WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com After the end of a good fight you deserve a nice cold reward. is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward.
2: All right welcome it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WPEN. All right. you heard the Native American activist John Kane calling into the show, obviously uh, very passionate about this issue. Not a big fan of uh, weapon systems being called uh, you know Black Hawk, Apache, things like that. Uh, They're going after uh, some NFL teams, some NHL teams, some uh, Major League Baseball teams with uh, Native American mascots. Uh, Place names, not a big deal to him. I don't know if that's going to change in the future. 803-0930. And and again, um, you know, the... The well, let's, let's go to your calls 803 0930 star 930 and 1 800 616 WBEN. Let's go to Paul on a cell phone. Paul, you are on. Hello, hello. Yes, you are on the radio. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Yes, um, I wanted to address. I first of all, I'm not
5: Native American and I do agree with changing the mascots. Um, I do agree with all of that. The thing that I was wanted to talk about was you said the next step could very well be changing community names like uh, Tanawanda, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the one thing I don't think I've heard you talk about, I wasn't on the, listening all the time, is the word eerie, Unle- unless you happen to talk about it, and I missed it. No, I
2: have, I have uh, not mentioned the uh, native uh, roots of the word eerie.
5: Right, and that's an interesting thing that probably I'll just throw it out because uh the erie the Erie nation um are the people who lived here before the Senecas came and slaughtered them all. There are no Erie Indians, so no one cares about the eerie's because they were completely removed from the face of the earth um and then the Senecas moved into the Erie land um Did they have their own interpretation? the Senecas have their own interpretation because, as you know. The winners write the history, and the losers, or the non-existent people, um, have no voice. But I just wanted to throw that out as a as another possibility. The other the other well, thing no, that I look,
2: it's, to- it's an interesting point, and also the the tribes that make up collectively what are known as the Iroquois, as I've mentioned a few times during the show, they warred with each other for a long time oh, yes, before had, around fifteen hundred right, they, wrote, they, they the got part. together and said, "Well, this is kind of stupid."
5: Right, and the farthest west of the tribes were, was the Seneca, and the next group over were the Erie's, which controlled all the way into Pennsylvania and all the way of western New York were all the Erie Indians. But they're gone. They're literally non existent long before the white man ever came. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to say was the Canadians have a different term. Native American is not native canadian is not used right they use the term first nations correct and there's a i think an excellent reason for using that and i wish we would use that here as first nations rather than native american because they are the the native americans were the first people that we know of that lived here but they're not native necessarily to this area, it depends on what you, your belief is, but they're just—they are the first people that were in the in the country.
2: Yeah, I, I you know what I actually agree with what you're saying about First Nations. I've said that before on the air that that made a lot more sense to me than Native American. First Nations, I think, is a really good term. So I'll give Canada right. credit for that.
5: I, I wish I, I wish the, the United States would. Uh, on that uh, term also rather than
2: well m- Hey, may- maybe down the road maybe that is uh, what is going to happen because I-, I agree with you that it's a much better representation a much fairer representation more accurate representation than native americans
5: right uh, i guess that covers it but like i said i, I agree w- with um removing the mascot names um and uh i think that's a- an excellent thing but the next step, like you said, will be what? What? What is next? Are uh, the the Native Native American Indian terms for for um, communities? Is that going to be the next thing to be discussed? Um,
2: well, I think it, it's it is a fair question because uh, you know, we are hearing an awful lot about cultural appropriation and. I I can easily see, uh, John Kane doesn't seem to think this is going to be an issue, but I can easily see, maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but down the line, somebody in Albany coming up with uh, legislation, as opposed to a state education department dictate, that uh, uh, we will stand against cultural appropriation, and any town which has any street in it, which is named after a Native American, has got to be changed unless the local... Um, a nation gives its assent.
5: Right. I agree with you completely. Of course, most of the time I agree with you. 98% of the time I agree with you. So well, we're, uh, we're good.
2: And now that shows you're a person of low morals and filthy character, sir.
5: A- absolutely. <laughs> many, many times.
2: Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> All right. Thank thank you uh, very much. I, I'd love to hear from some more Seneca's um, on this. I don't know how many uh, Seneca folks we have listening to this show, but uh, is it true? I, I don't know whom to believe. Do I believe the guy who called in who said his wife is a full-blooded Seneca and is glad that the name Chiefs is used? Do I believe John Kane who says absolutely not, that caller was totally wrong? Um, what do you, I, I, I'd i love to hear from Seneca's, but I'd also love to hear from uh, anybody with views on, on this subject. And I do believe uh, very strongly, that uh, anybody who is representing a school district that has a native mascot needs to be on the phone with the Senecas pretty much yesterday. And I do believe that as a business, which ultimately the Seneca Nation is a business, it employs a hell of a lot of people and generates a hell of a lot of revenue, it is a business. And one of the things that businesses always need is good public relations. Consider yesterday the program we did, the benefit for the SPCA serving Erie County. Um, one of the important factors in its growth has been uh, Gina Latuca, who is the public relations person, the face, the voice of the SPCA serving Erie County. And she is an expert at public relations, and public relations is very, very important. And if I was in charge of or a big shot with the Seneca Nation, I'd say, you know, for the amount of money it would cost to help these school districts change their uniforms and their mascots with great speed, that would be a pretty awesome public relations move. Sometimes public relations cost money. You know, forget right and wrong, okay? Okay. It's about public relations. It is about public perception. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Where are you on uh, changing the uh, mascots? Because if if you're in Marilla, if you're on the town board in Marilla, you're wasting your time if you think this is a hill worth dying on. It's not going to change. This mandate from the state is not going to be rescinded. It is not going to be reversed. You have no choice unless you want to completely lose state funding and possibly well in the case of the educational people be removed from your offices. okay It's going to happen. it's inevitable. So if you want to make it happen with as least pain as possible at least uh, in in many ways, you got to work something out with the Senecas Now are the Senecas going to grant you dispensation? I have no idea. The statement from the head of the Seneca Nation does not lead me to believe uh, that they're very pleased at all with uh, any Indian mascot. I think they made that uh, pretty clear. Um, Where are you on this, especially those of you who... Uh, Those of you who perhaps uh, are former Lancaster Redskins, which was the former name of the Lancaster team, those of you who have kids at Iroquois, those of you who are Iroquois Chiefs graduates, is this a personal slap in the face to you or is this a move that is long overdue? And are there other school districts around here that uh, have names uh, that are Native American uh, in uh, in origin that need to be done away with, um, mascots that need to be done away with? Um, we had a caller earlier about the uh, Canisius Crusaders, and the uh, Crusaders in real life, they were about as civil as the Vikings were, not a nice bunch of people to cross paths with. Um, And here's, here's an interesting email. Tom, listening to your show in Florida, recent transplant, best move ever, wanted to say I'm an Italian woman who's a very proud member of the Bills Mafia. I couldn't be happier that a strong Italian word was chosen to represent our team. I'm so proud. They chose the term mafia, and it's a shame that these cultural groups can't be proud of their history and their ancestors. Well, the word mafia... (laughs) I don't know how old our emailer is, but the word mafia was a no-no for a big part of uh, the history of organized crime. And, in fact, if you will go back and study the making of the Godfather movie around New York City, you will find out that the only reason Francis Ford Coppola was able to do that movie is the word mafia is not used once in Godfather 1. Not once. And the people in charge of making the movie actually had to cut deals with Joe Colombo and some of the other leaders of the syndicate families in New York City to include some of uh, its uh, buddies and pals in the movie. Luca Brazzi. The guy who played Luca Brazzi was a real-life, if not member, certainly an associate. Uh, the guy who played take the cannolis leave i'm sorry the guy who said leave the gun take the cannolis what was his last name Castellano. i mean that was not a coincidence and i'm just i'm just saying that there was a time that saying mafia call, calling yourselves the bills mafia would have been like using the derogatory word for polish people uh yeah it'd be like saying the bills mm-mm, uh but now, it, it's okay, and I guess nobody uh, nobody objects. Let's go uh, back to the calls on WBEN. Here's Ken on a cell phone. Ken, you're on. Hello. Oh, how you doing, Tom? Yes, sir. Uh, growing up, uh, I'm from Buffalo. I now live out in East Aurora. I think that the uh, use of Indian names for either schools or
4: teams, whether it's NFL, baseball, or whatever... Should be considered an honor to the nation. Why would you name something after somebody you were trying to be uh, disrespectful to? Looking at the Black Hawk you're talking about, the Apache helicopter, those are powerful uh, pieces of war equipment for powerful nations. Why would you want to say, well, let's let's call it uh, the Humpty Dumpty helicopter? I'd rather see it as an Apache. An Apache on the attack, you want to stay away from. Why? Why?
2: Well that's that's not on the banned list yet. Hello? All right, we seem to have lost our caller. Sorry about that, dude. He just kind of went dead. Now, the big thing with uh, the activist who called in the first part of this hour was the uh, Indian were Native American mascots uh, with schools, and he had a problem with uh, white kids running around playing Indian while Indian children over the years were forced to be quote-unquote civilized and have the Indian beaten out of them. Let's go to uh, Matt in uh, Cataraugus Territory. You're on WBEN. Hello. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, let's look at the history.
6: Let, let's find out how did we get to this place and uh, and how things are named the way they are. And it is disrespectful um, when we use terms like mascots or the mascots like Redskins and it, Chiefs, because there's people out there, you know, the opposing team. It's not just the school that's, that's representing them. What about the, the opponents? You know, it's, it's kill the Chiefs kill the Redskins,
2: you know, it's um, it's a matter of uh, perspective, you know. Oh, wait, you are a Seneca. You're calling from the Cattaraugus Territory and you're a Seneca. Yes, I am. Okay, uh, can you hold on uh, because I'd like to talk more with you, Matt. Please uh, hold the line, hold the line. Uh, let's get back to Matt in uh, the Cattaraugus Territory. Matt is a Seneca, and he is in favor of removing the Native American names uh, as school mascots. Uh, continue your thoughts, Matt.
6: Uh, yeah, it, you know, if this was truly about honoring the Native people, why not use our terms? You know, we're Haudenosaunee. We're Onguihongwe. We're Onondawaga. There's names for Seneca. Um, you know, that none of that is taught in the school. We have, uh, you know, you talk about the Iroquois Confederacy. That was the name that was given to us by, you know, the d- explorers when they came here. Uh, the term Seneca, Seneca is... Uh, we we're named after a Roman orator, Seneca. That's not our term. That's That was given to us. But why can't we use our terms for ourselves? Let's recognize that aspect. You know, we had a governance system here, which the U.S. was based on, called the Great Law. And there's, you know, show me where that is in the uh, school curriculums. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of aspects of our Native culture that can be shared and isn't shared today
2: we had a little bit of that i just so you know we had a little bit of that in the kenton school district in the 1970s if that makes you feel any better <laughs> no i mean we did i just say it
6: well it it's not a system that's used today i mean to my myself i cannot stand the u.s government and how it works uh having knowing how what it was based on it was based on the Iroquois confederacy how the separation of powers the balance nowadays it's a it's a fight on the red and blue. It's not about finding the right answers. It's about finding out what side is better. It's argument. We're not about argument. Our, our way was about peace. You, you mentioned that we were fighting with each other, you know, for, for eons, but we found that way to peace. And that's, that was what, uh, is missing from American society today. So, I mean, let let's start sharing that with, uh, in the school curriculums that, that would be honoring us, not this, uh, you know, just the name, there's more to us than that.
2: How big a discussion uh, is this issue amongst uh, you, Matt, and your friends who well, are also Senecas? This is just one
6: of the battles. We have, you know, it's, there's a big war that we've had to fight all the time. You know, as as a nation, we're fighting taxation in New York State. We got an extortion scheme from New York State for uh, the, the gaming compact. I mean, there, $2 billion is taking us for nothing that was they were supposed to give us an exclusivity in the area for gaming but that was that was non-existent
2: you we are correct had, you know
6: hamburg and all the other casinos quote unquote uh but that's uh we, we're getting nothing for that money that we're being extorted from new york state and that's what uh kathy Hochul paid for the uh stadium with
2: well, it is. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, but what I think about New York State and its relationship with the Seneca casinos, um, it does seem to me like just a good old fashioned shakedown. I mean, the mob, Lucky Luciano and Meyer Lansky couldn't have do couldn't have done a better job. Well, include Cuomo and, and uh, Hochul in that scheme too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's uh Jackie, it, it, Patterson and all the other ones in the past, and the first Cuomo. <laughs> so. Uh, where okay just a, a quick question for you in the future do you see this uh, as affect does does place do place names or street names bother you is that cultural appropriation no no it's when
6: it's when we got people like i said you know an opposing team uh you know kill the redskins kill kill whatever you know what does that teach a, a kid you know uh, there's a a picture of a philadelphia fan and he's holding up a, a impaled Indian head on the end of a sword. He took into the Flyers game, and it, you know, it's, uh, it's just ridiculous because you know, what if you're a native kid sitting there next to the guy and he, he's screaming, "Kill the Indians! Kill you know, whatever!" You know, with a impaled native head on a on a spear.
2: Yeah, the the key words you said there were Philadelphia fan. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, Matt, thank you very much. I appreciate your call from the Cattaraugus Territory very much. One, one, more, one, more, thing, one more thing, sir. Yes, sir.
6: Um, why would the nation have to pay for that, for, for the name change, for good uh, sportsmanship or whatever?
2: No, because I, I thought it made the case before, because ultimately we just got through talking about the fact that the Seneca Nation is a business. And businesses like and need good publicity. I happen to think it would be great PR for a minimal investment if the Senecas would pick up the tab or some of the tab for the changes that are to be made. Is it? It's not a question of right or wrong, not a question of should or shouldn't. It's a question of good public relations. You can't buy that kind of public relations. Well, tell the schools that.
6: Tell the schools that we want... Uh good public relations show, show where's their good faith
2: oh i d- hey I, I don't know how long you've been listening i've said all day long the school should have been on the phone with the seneca nation like yesterday
6: but it's not us it's a state the state mandated us.
2: i know but you ultimately uh, as a seneca your people have the the power of dispensation or not over whether a school does this in your area I I need to move. I am a prisoner of the clock, Matt. I thank you very much. Um, yeah, I mean, businesses do things all the time that don't seem to make a lot of sense financially, but from a public relations point of view, they make a lot of sense. They really do. Uh, Four fifty-seven at News Radio nine thirty W B E N. You enhance the brand. If I can speak in the vernacular of corporate America, which I.